0: Hi, guys, Isha here. Just wanted to do a few housekeeping items. We do have a Twitter at Pod. We'd like to thank Barbara Daly for these, her artwork for this podcast. I'd also like to let you know that there may be some slight cursing in this episode. Rate and review us wherever you find us and enjoy the episode. Thanks. Ah!
1: our Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Kim.
0: And I'm Isha. And in this episode, we'll be talking about the Doom Tree arc, aka the Makaiju arc of Sailor Moon R. And it is a wild ride. <laughs> it truly really is. It's such a bizarre. It's just 13 episodes. I always remember this arc as being much longer than it actually is. It's the only true filler arc for Sailor Moon.
1: Right. And that's because when it was written the the manga the sh- the manga hadn't caught up, right? I mean it Yeah. They needed more well, manga. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have enough well, manga the, to adapt yet.
0: Well the thing is, um when the first arc ended, they were just like, Okay, that's it, we're done. But it did so well. <laughs> Executives were like, So you have to do more. <laughs> and they were like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so we need more fish. But we finished. Like the prince and princess ended up together. Like I don't under I don't understand. What do you mean more? Yeah. So like takeuchi Sensei and her team had to like create more <laughs> Sailor Moon.
1: And in the meantime, they came up with this bizarre filler art arc where um so these two aliens and their magic tree well not magic alien tree have been floating through the universe trying to find a home and they find Earth and in order to keep themselves alive they have to give energy to the Makai tree and they do that by doing what you do in the Sailor Moon universe. You drain humans of energy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or, you know, there was that one time, the the yeah. ducks.
0: <laughs> the ducks?
1: We will get to that. That was uh, one of one of the Cardian monsters was not obedient
0: and, like... Oh, that's right! <laughs> randomly grabbed two ducks. Anyways. this Yeah. Season- Look, it's such... It's just 13 episodes, and, like, from start to finish, it's just wild. And because the first season of the anime, instead of ending with, like, we defeated the enemy and now we can live happily ever after, and... The first season, it ended with everybody having their memories erased except for Luna and Artemis. So everyone could kind of go back and living their ordinary lives. And so obviously, when you start a new season, it's like, um, none of these people are senshi anymore. Yeah. (laughs) You know, they've all forgotten their past lives. And so, like you said, the aliens arrive and their names are literally Ale and Anne. It's a, it's supposed to be alien, You're but alien. split in half. <laughs> it's so dumb. In the English, it was Al and Anne. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, like, a meteor basically, you know, crashes nearby. And so that's when all of the senshi kind of meet up again, essentially, because people are like, hey, what the hell was that? Because it's early enough in the evening for people to still go and check. And Isagi meets... Mako Chan and Ami Chan and she's like, This is familiar.
1: Yeah. Why is this
0: familiar? Like I don't hang out with these people.
1: They don't have a major interaction at that point, but some of them do kind of have like a glint. They don't have a huge sense of that until um a later episode when they're called in um for like a a TV show audition. Then it's like, it was, right. it was all the senshi, except for Usagi. All of them were there for the, the audition. And they're like, this is weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so
0: like that, but like the first episode, because obviously Usagi has to be woken up first. And poor Naru, because of course Naru gets attacked. <laughs> so Ail and Ed are like, we got to steal energy. And they have these cards that they turn into monsters to go collect this energy. And they're called Cardians. And it reminds me of Tarot, but like I don't think there's really any I think maybe there's like one or two that have direct parallels.
1: Yeah. Okay, so um having been into Tarot since I was like thirteen, I'm pretty familiar with them all by now. Um, there are really only there was really only one card I can solidly say I think was based off a tarot card. And then there's uh, a couple other cards I made notes that have a somewhat vague connection, maybe, sort of. But the only one that distinctly seemed associated with the tarot was Falayan. And um, she... And that's set Yeah. And she was very clearly associated with the Wheel of Fortune. Uh, so like the monster itself is just like a pink lion with a white mane and she's got like boobies she, she's a furry um,
0: is that where lion from Steven Universe comes
1: from <laughs> she has the same coloring as lion I was thinking that right? actually yeah right it's like she's kind of like lion except
0: we know we know that Rebecca Sugar is heavily influenced by Sailor Moon could
1: be I, she was one of my favorite yeah. designs cause, well probably just because she's pink to be honest uh, <laughs> but it's I, very easy
0: to get your stamp of approval
1: yeah pretty much but i remembered that one there was a couple of them uh, there most of them are very generic sailor moon monsters but then a couple of them yeah. um distinctly stand out more and falayan for some reason was was, was kind of cool um but she has this uh like wheel that comes up and starts to whir and it does attacks and like ale actually mm-hmm. does state at some point like the wheel will it? Sp- Let's ex- huh?
0: Let's explain who Ale and Anne are. Like all we've said is okay, that they're aliens. Okay, we'll
1: come back to. L- let let me things. explain this. <laughs> yeah, well, the wheel. Anyways, yeah. he he states, you know, the wheel will it bring you fortune or misfortune or something like that? You know, he has some kind of right. little dialogue. Good or evil? Will it bring you good or will it bring ill? Something like that. But but basically, and it, it implied that uh, basically function of that tarot card. But yeah, we'll, I'll break that down more when we get to the card. Let's talk about our two favorite aliens. My two favorite aliens. They're so <laughs>
0: weird. As a Star Trek fan, I can't say that these are, like, anywhere near the rankings of favorite aliens. Oh, They're...
1: I just meant within series.
0: <laughs> but what I mean, there's only, like, three aliens. No, that's not true, because all of stars. But we'll get there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> So they show up on Earth, and they're, like, the only two. And they're, like, they're super into each other. And then they're, like, we have to be in disguise and, like, look like these humans. And I guess, I mean, all of this is for story purposes. Like, they could have just been, like, a normal human married couple. But they, inexplicably, like, so many (laughs) characters in shows and books and movies aimed at young adults or teenagers or children decide they want to go to middle school that's and pose as brother and sister. That's right.
1: It's not even and high like, school yet. They're is like it?
0: weirdly into each other even at school, even though they're posing as brother and sister. And you can't use the excuse of like, oh well they're aliens. So like their interpretation of what a brother and sister should act like is different because they totally know that the way they're acting is not okay in human society.
1: Yeah. No, it's very strange. It's very confusing why they choose and they don't explain it. They choose to disguise themselves as humans and enroll themselves in school and pose as siblings to one another and immediately start emotionally cheating on each
0: other. <laughs> like, like instantly. 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 Yeah. An ends up in Usagi's class, and I think, and I don't remember, what's her name, like, Natsumi or something? Mm-hmm. Natsumi and Seijiro. Natsumi and Seijiro. And he's, I think he puts himself in the year ahead, and then he, like, starts playing his flute, and, like, all of these girls surround him because they're super impressed by his flute playing, and, like, part of that might just be magic, and An is like, hey,
1: what the hell? Yeah, yeah. And at, Why are you doing this? What I liked was that at one what, what point he walks through the crowd towards Usagi, and it was like, you, you are my Andromeda, and starts hitting on her specifically. He specifically has a crush on Usagi. He attracts all the girls, but specifically Usagi. And it's not explained. He just sees her and likes her and decides of all the girls, that's the one. It's not even like, they don't even explain, like, Maybe because of her Sailor Moon Princess energy, maybe he's attracted to her for some reason, and he doesn't know why. Nah! That one right he there. Just
0: one, he just takes one look at her Odango Adama, and she's like, that's it, true love.
1: I mean, that's fair.
0: <laughs> it's it's so weird. And Usagi's even kind of like, uh, what? Yeah. She's, she's flattered because he's attractive, but she's also kind of like, What? <laughs>
1: Yeah, actually, the dynamic that winds up forming between her and Ale, it's not super strong, but it's significantly more healthy than the dynamic that forms between Anne and Mamoru. Because, of course, Anne is attracted to Mamoru and immediately starts.
0: I, I love how she becomes attracted to him because it's literally her and Ale fighting in the street and Mamoru just literally passes by and she f- starts to follow him she like literally just drops yeah. the conversation and chases after him it's
1: and not chasing as in running she's just she just kind of does a fast walk and she's just like walking to yeah. follow him yeah it's
0: she literally follows after him until like she collapses from a lack of energy
1: like is this right? is this you, basically it, and i'm wondering like is this how your species mates like <laughs> is this not yeah how it's your species so confusing cuz we have
0: we have no backstory we don't know like the name of their species we don't know like why it's just the two of them we don't oh, we know do. If it's just,
1: like, they do reveal why it's do, just the two of them
0: they do say oh well yeah but not at the beginning no
1: not at the beginning no it's not till, we don't find out until the like end the final you know?
0: episode the final two episodes, the final episode we get they just down. like they just show up on earth they're like we are super duper in love with each other uh We have a toxic love relationship, but we're going to pose as brother and sister, be uncomfortably close to each other, and then, like, and then hit on cheat. other people? <laughs> like, and then cheat, and then get mad when the other person is, like, I find this person attractive, and, like, try to sat. It's so weird. It's just, like, like, how could you chase after this man? It's, like, how can you chase after this girl? And it's, like... Y'all are doing the same goddamn thing. Why,
1: why don't you guys just break up and see other people? Then we don't have to do this whole song and dance of toxicity. I think
0: the saddest I think the saddest thing is that they can't eat food.
1: They can't eat food. They just don't get any energy from it. Because
0: Ale starts yeah, eating at they one point. Get, he does, but he's like, This is weird. Yeah. I think that's sad.
1: That is sad.
0: That I mean, I love eating. <laughs> yeah. As a person who loves eating and loves feeding other people, it's just, like, that is the saddest thing. (laughs) But the first episode, like, Anne collapses because she's chased after Mamoru, a complete stranger who has not looked at her or said anything to her.
1: And who she's decided she's in love uh,
0: with. She's decided, like, I love him, he's perfect. And it's just, like, I do love that the cartoon never frames this as an okay thing. It's constantly, like, Yes, these two are aliens, but this is weird, even for aliens. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's never a positive spin on anything they do. It's always like these guys suck. <laughs> they're incredibly entertaining, but they they suck.
1: I I do I do appreciate though that they are kind of framed in a sympathetic light overall. They're not there because they're evil. They're not doing harm because they just love doing harm. Like this is kind
0: of a right. They have to thing. survive. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So, um, but there was a lot of toxicity in this season, because aside from that, um, I actually don't have any complaints about Usagi and Mamoru, because Mm
0: -hmm.
1: there's this kind of awkward Usagi gets her memories back, Mamoru doesn't, and it's kind of sad, because she's, she's like there, she's trying to pursue him without restoring his memories, and Mm -hmm. what, what does upset me, though is how dismissive all her friends are of her feelings when it comes to Mamoru like all her friends yeah. Yeah, all her friends and Luna treat it like oh my gosh you're like like it's just some kind of crush like, that she keeps obsessing over instead of focusing right. they're on what like, she's supposed to and it's like this is Exactly
0: they're like this isn't important and it's just like you guys this is why she died in the past like and why she almost died in the present That's why she always died in the present. This is why you guys died twice. This is not, like, some dumb crush she has on some dumb boy. This is literally her destined lover from a past life. Yeah. And everyone's just kind of like, don't focus on this, Isaki. She's like, legit, I'm a 14-year-old girl.
1: Yeah. And, like, kudos to her because she does get a little clingy. But at the same time, she does not try to force herself into his life in a in a major degree you know she like she wants to try to date him she wants to try to mm-hmm. gain his affection again and it can get a little bit like a rival it does become a rivalry between her and Anne, but she's not nearly as bad as Anne. they're not they're not on par the way no. they obsess over him Anne is ann
0: is full-on stalking him
1: yeah yeah
0: and, and isaki's just kind of like I kind of know what his routine is just because, like, I remember what happened before. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know where I can bump into him. But she's not, like, following him. No. <laughs> on the street, you know.
1: Or trying to pull stunts uh-huh. or, you
0: know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, so Anne loses her energy. Ails like, we got to go collect things. They summon the first Cardian, which is Vampire or vampire,
1: vampire. yeah.
0: Yeah, and it, like, basically kills a lady? Yeah. <laughs> in an alley? And Luna and Artemis are like, okay, we have to handle this ourselves, because we're not going to wake up the girls. And then, <laughs> I don't know it why goes after Naru, while, she, while Naru's on the phone with Usaki and, like, even Luna, in universe, is like, Naru has the worst luck.
1: Naru, in universe, acknowledges she has the worst luck.
0: There's Yeah, like, Luna the next episode she's like she gets that audition she's like I don't know if I should go to this thing and he's like, he's like why and she's like because only bad things happen to me weird things are always <laughs> happening to me it's like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's just me. like I mean yeah your mom was like shoved in a basement and a monster tried to kill you and then you fell in love with like essentially what was a demon from an evil kingdom who then died in your arms. Like, 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 and That it, shit happens to Nari.
1: Every other episode, she's getting her energy drained by a monster. Like, this poor girl. Like, right? oh my god. She's not special. <laughs> she just happens to be Usagi's friend. And she has no idea why. She has no idea she's that no she's close why. to... She, she's just so close to the epicenter of all of this, mm-hmm. and she has no idea.
0: Right, but what I love... And this is this really speaks to Usagi's character is that Usagi, hearing that Naru is in trouble on the phone, immediately runs to help her. Yeah, like she doesn't have any of her memories. She's just like, "Naru's in trouble. I have to go."
1: And that was that was her reaction in the very very first episode, like before she understood the whole Sailor Moon thing and her powers and whatever. She's like, "Okay, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what you're talking about, Talking Kitty, but I know my friend is dang- in danger, and I am going." And that's yeah. who Sagi is. She's like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm on my way. You know? And then...
0: And she, sh- she shows up and her... Nara's mom has the weirdest sleep outfit. It is this long-sleeve, full-length nightgown and a nightcap. And I guess, like... I know that women who have curly hair, like really curly hair... Mm-hmm. Will sleep in like a satin nightcap because that helps their hair. Yeah,
1: it stops it from um, tangling. And I
0: guess that, yeah, I guess that might be the case for her because when we do see her with her hair out, it's like curly. it is wavy. So, but it just looks so dopey in animation. <laughs> yeah. She, it, it looks so dopey. She looks like she should be like a 70 year old grandma. Mm-hmm. And it's just like she's clearly like late thirties, early forties yeah. woman. You know? I, but they but like Isaki shows up the house and she's like, Nari's in trouble. She has not heard a damn thing in her child's bedroom.
1: Yeah. Um, I will say This is
0: how you got taken over by a Yoma, lady. This is what happened. This is how you
1: got kidnapped, yeah. You just don't notice. Uh-huh. I will say, okay, so when it comes to the Cardians, there's not a major association with tarot cards. But there is a common tie between the cardians and various folklore slash mythological creatures, so mm. that I can break down most of them have um a mythological creature they were based off of um mm. vampire being obvious is based off uh or she they they all seem to be female um she seems to be based off of obviously Eastern European vampires, but um she's depicted with You could have guessed. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got sharp <laughs> teeth, pale skin, and it drains life force, but other than that there's not a lot in common. It does have pointed ears, which what I've seen from Japanese media seems to be associated with vampires even though it's not as associated with vampires in the West. Um and so I think that feature is supposed to be vampiric. Otherwise it's a plant creature. It does plant things. And that's not vampiric, but that's uh that's how it is.
0: <laughs> very invasion of the body snatchers.
1: Yes. Very much so.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway, Psyche shows up to save Naru. Naru's mom faints, um, because we don't need her to be in this mess. And Isaki tries to fight the cardian because she's like, "Okay, this is clearly a dream because how can this be a reality? And the monster starts to like basically take her out, and the cats come in to distract it. And I think Artemis takes it away takes what away takes the takes vampire away. like they both attack it, and Artemis like gets it to chase. yeah him. I mean,
1: they both distract it, yeah
0: yeah but Ar- artemis provides another distraction like gets it out of naru's room and luna awakens usagi
1: restores her memories
0: and yeah and she gets her memory back and she's like oh yeah it's so sad okay and then she transforms <laughs> she's like okay i'll deal with this in a second there's a monster on the lease.
1: And it's so sad because afterwards she just kind of weeps for a little bit. It's Kind of like, what's wrong? It's like, I don't know. Maybe she just likes to be a regular little girl and you just...
0: Yeah. Like, she says, like, you know, like, goodbye to, you my know, normal life. goodbye to my normal life. Yeah. Because it is kind of sad. You know, it's just like you, she can't just go back to who she was anymore. Um, I get that. It's kind of like when you weave... When you move away from home or like when you go somewhere else for a long time and you come back and everything's changed and it's just like, Oh, you can't you can't come back. Even if the places stay the same and the people are still there, it's Or you've changed.
1: Yeah, or can't go back. Or when you've been through some major trauma or some major experience, you can go back to quote unquote normal life, but you as a person have changed. Right. So but it's it, sad, so. so they have a moment, and then everybody else ignores it. Usagi is dealing with this trauma. She runs into Mamoru the next day, and she like clings on his arm, and she's like Mamoru, and he's just like, "What's gotten into you?" Because he's but gone. He's he's gone back to his antagonistic self, you know.
0: Right. So like, he only knows her as like the annoying girl who shows up at the arcade.
1: Yeah, he is kind of sweet to her though, because he's a little confused at first, but then like you can kind of see that he's like, wait are you okay? You know,
0: why are you, why are you being so nice to me? Yeah,
1: it's Like, are you, are you okay? Wait, no. mean, Are you okay? You know? Yeah. You know
0: like, are you? Like, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's kind of, he's kind of sweet to her because like, I guess even without their memories, it's just kind of like, well, I see you all the time. So it's just like, Hey, shorty. Um, so there's, yeah. even if though there's not a close relationship, it's still, you know, like, well, you know, like, I don't want something bad to happen to you. Yeah. You're, you're just some kid. I mean, she really does and, draw a lot of his personality
1: out. Most of the time, he's very reserved, you know? Mm-hmm. So.
0: And, and this episode, because, and I think Usagi has a conversation with, like, Luna and Artemis, where she's like, I don't want the others to be woken up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll handle this on my own. Yeah. She wants them to have a normal life. Usagi's
1: such a good girl Mm -hmm. and Luna is just so convinced that she's not competent and she's not oh my gosh every single fight starts with her immediately having the crap beat out of her yeah right off the bat
0: yeah in fairness like Luna's right (laughs) to that
1: Yeah, it's just like every single fight every single fight is it's very formulaic like Somebody mm-hmm. is starts to try to fight against the bad guy. They immediately get the crap beat out of them, and then somebody comes in and helps them, and then they finish the battle. Um, yeah. There's, so there's some attack upgrades.
0: Yeah, there's a formula to follow, and they follow it. Yeah. In this episode, I found this really. It was both funny and a little disturbing because they because it's just like men taking pictures of young girls. <laughs> And being like, this person has the look that we want and they're just, for like a model or as an actress. And it's like... I'm sorry. Like, skeevy older men are taking pictures of young girls? they just... Like, these are all middle schoolers. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, they're
1: gathering pictures of middle schoolers so that they can put them in a sitcom is what it is. They're trying to find somebody to play it's, a character in a sitcom. But,
0: like... It, these are just random girls. <laughs> right? Hold an audition! Yeah. There, there are girls who are actively actors like don't take pictures of randos on the street and then ask them to come Cre- in
1: yeah so they, they've been right they're taking i don't know if
0: this is like a 90s japan thing like i'm sure I that know. doesn't I, happen I think, now
1: i think ale probably improved the situation by taking over the studio like
0: 100 <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent it's like <laughs> it's just kind of like yes you well got attacked yes your past yes your memories were restored yes now you're a century again but on the plus side, <laughs> you're not being preyed upon in the ent- in the entertainment business. Right. <laughs> and so like the pictures that they show are of Ami, Rei, Mako, and Minako mm-hmm. and Naru, and I think An as well, right? Uh no, they didn't
1: have a I don't think they had a picture of Anne. Nah. I don't think so. I could be wrong. No, I don't a- think a- so. How did
0: Anne a- a- show up then?
1: A- That's a good question. He just did. How did they know? Ale. They just did. Ale just, like, went up. He appeared. You know how they can teleport? So they can teleport. So they're in yeah. this board. These men are all in this room with these photos having, I guess, a board meeting about the girls they want to have come in and audition. And Ale just, like, appears in the room. And he's like, aha, so you've picked out perfect girls. They're, like we will drain their energy they they must have really good energy or something like that i don't know but he decides yeah it was
0: he just shows up it's, <laughs> it's really weird i really love though that in the picture for naru it's like them in pe so usagi's like in the background like plotting. yeah you know yeah just they're like looking, not that one. like a mess <laughs> they're like not nothing nothing not that one this one this one right here Um, and so they get invited for auditions and like, they all show up because they're 14 year old girls. They're flattered by this. Like some rando thinks I'm good enough to be on TV. This is great. They all
1: figured, well, (laughs) we'll at least show up for the auditions, you know, because like, um, I'm (laughs) just like, I'm not sure I have time for this, but I thought I'd at least come reject them in person, basically. Yeah. And then Ray, uh, she's, she's all for it. You know, she's. She's
0: kind of... Ray is all for it, Minako's all for it. Mako's kind of like, I mean, I don't know, but, like, why not?
1: Yeah. Sounds, like, we'll fun. Check it
0: out. And Naru's... Naru had to be convinced by Usagi. Yeah, poor Usagi's Naru. Usagi's, like, gotta do it. And, and Naru's, like...
1: This like, is like like is must star- be a trap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, like, I she already knew. And what's sad is she wasn't picked part of a trap. She was picked part of... The people who picked her actually wanted her to audition, and then it got turned into a trap. Yeah. It's like, oh, Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's totally understandable, because, like, probably, like, two days ago, she just, like, got attacked by a monster. She
1: is recovering you know? from these attacks, like, every other week.
0: <laughs> Poor Naru. She's, she's a champ. God bless her.
1: Should I talk about um, the Cardian for this episode and its mythological? Yes. Room? Okay. So they all get put
0: into they all get put into a room, and that's when like Alan and Anne like block the doors and are like whoa, and a Cardian shows yeah, up. Yeah,
1: and they think it's some kind of a set, and it looks like these ruins from like a Greek temple type thing. Um, and the creature—it straight
0: up looks like the Silver Millennium.
1: It it does it does. Um, but yeah, the creature that shows up is called Minotaran. And she's named uh, after the Minotaur from Greek mythology. And there's there's um, actually a couple different stories of how the Minotaur came to be and, like, what his whole deal is. But the most famous is uh, the story of Theseus. And um, he's basically this half-bull, half-human creature, the child of a human woman who got, you know was attracted to a bull and things happened um <laughs> because greek mythology <laughs> and um the creature was uh placed inside of a labyrinth and like sacrifices of young men and young women were made to it the labyrinth of course is a giant maze and theseus goes in and defeats it um and uh yeah the the Minotauron has. Um, humanoid and bull features so she's she's clearly female um and she's got giant bull horns and um yeah I I don't remember what her attacks were I think just like she was rushing at him everything seems to have energy attacks
0: <laughs> but um yeah I mean I think I know it pinned I know she pinned Sailor Moon at one was taking energy
1: through the horns. Yeah, I think her horns were stretchy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. She might be associated, like, I was still trying to think if they were associated with tarot cards or, or like the Zodiac. I was thinking maybe she could be related to Taurus. Um, -hmm. so.
0: It's, you know, full.
1: Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, that's that's about it.
1: Yeah, and, and um, if that was to be associated with the tarot card, Taurus is associated with the Hierophant, but I don't think that has anything to do with it, because the Hierophant, probably, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that has anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in its design or attributes or the story or anything that has to do with that card, so I'm not going to get into detail,
0: because... Yeah. That ain't it. Um Yeah. Um so I think Luna Luna's in the room with them? Like Luna yeah, comes Luna's in there. with Usagi, right? Well
1: no, Luna was and in there. So- Luna was in there already. Usagi wandered off because she spotted Mamoru and Luna was just like Where's Usagi? Uh, oh no, they've been trapped. Where's Usagi? We need to do something. Uh, and then like Usagi just kind of wanders back in. And she's like, oh, good, you're here. So,
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Because Usagi, like, followed Naru. I think because Naru was nervous. Well, yeah,
1: Naru didn't want to go by herself because weird things keep happening with her. But when they got there, they're like, "Um, can you not come in, though, please? We just want the girls who are auditioning. And she's like, okay. And she was going to leave, but she saw Mamoru. So she started following Mamoru Mm -hmm. and Luna wound up in the room with all the girls and yeah. then usagi went in what i
0: do <laughs> what i do like is that before usagi gets in there like the girls decide to attack like Ray does her regular like yes. muko, akuriyo, yeah and Makoto like tackles Minotaur. yeah
1: because at first they're running away and then they're kind of like okay we're done running let's try to you know <laughs> let's try to fight yeah. back and Usagi comes in. She becomes Sailor Moon. She gets the crap beat out of her. And, <laughs> and Luna's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, she can't handle this by herself. And that's how everybody gets their memories yeah. back.
0: Yeah. I think, well, she can't beat Minotaurum because she doesn't have the moon stick anymore. Mm-hmm. Because it was destroyed in the fight against Queen Barrel. So she's like, all I have is moon tiara action. Ah, crap. At some <laughs> point, that stops
1: and- working, too. But I don't think it was this
0: Right. In that. that realization, she's like, Oh no! Like moon healing escalation is not gonna happen because I don't have the moon stick? And that's when Minotaurant, you know, takes the advantage. Yeah. And Luna's like, okay, I guess I gotta wake up everybody. And everybody wakes up. They transform. They destroy the Cardian. Um, they restore the energy, and then they meet back at the shrine. Yeah. And are like, so that happened. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Basically. The following episode uh so yeah, then they regroup. They go go back and yeah, regroup. They re-
0: They regroup and I think Isagi tells them, you know, like we remember, but like Mamori doesn't remember.
1: Yeah. And they're you know and
0: and then, so and then everybody completely dismisses her. Yeah Yeah It's like yeah. they can't
1: think about that right now. <laughs> they don't No one's
0: really a good friend to Isagi in these thirteen episodes.
1: Yeah, nobody gets any friend points. Mm mm. She has a better time with
0: Anne. Yeah. Like, her and Anne bonded at the end. They do.
1: They have a better relationship than her and the she, She's still good friends with Naru. Naru is still a good girl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Naru is always a good girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, But the next episode is a Mako-chan-focused episode. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it's just... I don't remember like the very start of it but I remember like she's hanging out with Usagi and I think Ami too. Yeah, Ami's there. Um and they hear this boy screaming and she real and like Makoto realizes like this is her childhood friend, Shinazaki mm. and I had to look it up. So in the English dub his name is Ken. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> So those are like the three. So like there's uh Greg for Ami there's Chad for Ray and there's Ken for Makot.
1: They have got the and most generic names.
0: Ray. <laughs> and that's uh Urawa Ryo for Greg. And Chad is um what's his name?
1: Any know <laughs> the, the hippie
0: The Hippie looking apprentice. Yeah. Um Yuichiro. Okay. Yeah. And then Shinazaki, who only ever appears in this episode. But, like, he's being attacked by a, by a monster. But he's very
1: up- important, uh- we assure you.
0: <laughs> he's very... He's super important. This is the only time he ever appears. Nobody ever brings him up ever. He has very few speaking so lines,
1: important. but he's super important. Super important. He's
0: unconscious for most of this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, Ma- like they rush to help him, and then, like... Um, the monster goes to attack her, and because he's her friend, he like you know goes in between, mm-hmm. and he's you know almost mortally wounded. Like they have to call an ambulance. He like gets the blood transfusion.
1: He gets like flung off like a staircase. She he lands ground yeah, below. He falls like a, a like a full story or two on onto, onto concrete.
0: He is badly injured, and like there's a whole dramatic scene of like. You know, like rushing yeah. him in an ambulance, I'm- and then in a hospital, and the nurses are like, "We don't have enough blood." And Makoto is like, "I'm O negative. Like, take my blood." And Usagi, like behind there, is like, "I'm also O negative. So if you need more blood, you can take mine." Yeah, that was and really like, cute. I, I mean, she These are me such me. good girls. Um, yeah, it's just like they're just such good girls, and like and you just and like Makoto's like next to him on a bed you know, with, like, blood being taken out of her and put into him, and it's just, like, these these good girls. And she talks about how um, he was her childhood friend, and he was there for her when, like, the senpai she always thinks about rejected her. Yeah. And they're like, Mako, like, are you in love with him, or, like, is he in love with you? And she's like, no, we were only ever friends because we knew each other for so long. And he watches you me know, from like... afar. <sighs> it's the way she, like, portrays him, it's just like, Mako-chan, he, like, totally has a crush on I you. Know. <laughs> like, he definitely has a crush on you, but she just doesn't see him that way. It's too And funny. I think probably, and again, because Mako-chan has, like, a tragic backstory, like, this is probably her closest friend at the time, and so it's just, like, you are my family now. Like, I've relegated you to this yeah. in my mind. Um, which is totally fair. Yeah. And again, 14-year-olds!
1: <laughs> yeah, it is true. When Like, also, when you're at that age um you misinterpret limerence for love a more lot more often than genuine love so like who's to say Mm -hmm. where she would be in a few years you know right but yeah um but yeah i even that scene when they're they're on their way to the hospital and they're giving blood i remembered that one as a kid that was one of the scenes i Mm -hmm. remembered very well um because it is really dramatic. It's kind of out of character for the It show, is really yeah.
0: dramatic. Yeah, it's like something out of, you know, like a soap opera. Yeah,
1: that's pretty good, though. Um, yeah,
0: it's good animation, those few scenes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. The season has some huge ranges in the quality of animation.
0: Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Like, there is some bad animation in this season <laughs> there's
1: some really bad animation and there's a couple of and then there's a couple of scenes of really good animation
0: mm-hmm. you can tell when like they get a little bit extra budget yeah. and they're like we're just gonna put this here
1: there was a moment when they got their memories back that their their the um some of the animation was almost on par with like the film
0: yeah. It's just, it's
1: just it was just a couple of key frames that were just like really yeah, high quality. Like, and then that These are
0: These are important. <laughs> this is important. We're going to let you know that because of how much better it is in quality. And I think like definitely watching the original anime mm. and seeing just the range of quality from episode to episode even within episode. <laughs> With, yes. It just reminds me like it just it reminds me how much anime is affected by budget, and it's not something that you think about as a kid. Yeah. Like, I don't think if we were to have watched this as, like, a 10-year-old, I don't think I would have noticed the quality of animation because I would have just been invested in the story and the story beats and the music and things like that.
1: My, um, my... But as an
0: adult, because I have that experience, because, like, I know animators, mm-hmm. I can tell.
1: My brother and I definitely noticed it notice the difference in art styles but you you know my brother and I are both artists we both draw we so I, yeah I think we had we just happened to be two kids who had a special interest in animation so we definitely noticed the differences mm-hmm. it, right but we didn't understand it like, that, like we do the average
0: now. right me as the average child having no knowledge of like art yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, there were times you know we were like why is it ugly sometimes and then pretty other times what what's happening here (laughs) (laughs) right yeah like
0: my i knew something was art if it was in a museum yeah you know like if it wasn't in a museum then it wasn't art
1: (laughs) i remember wondering yeah i i remember us wondering what was wrong with their cheeks sometimes because they had Mm -hmm. weird cheeks when it was when the quality went down for some reason
0: yeah. Yeah. Everybody's faces get really round. They get
1: really round. They have the giant cheeks, anyways. But um but yeah. I don't yeah. This is the but same episode as epi- the lion.
0: Right. Um, but this is this episode, because like Shinazaki gets injured and like Mako's really upset about it because he's an important person to her, Isagi's like, this like I'm gonna get Mamore to recover his memory on his own. Mm-hmm. And like does the most childish art of like the Silver Millennium? Oh, it was so cute. You know, to like be like, this is us in the past life, and it's just like ridiculous. Once upon <laughs>
1: like, a time, there was a went... prince and a princess, and it's got these cute little drawings. I loved her drawings. I'm gonna look those up well, right now.
0: Look, her heart is her heart is pure. Her reasoning is sound. Her execution was just not gonna work. <laughs> Because he just she just shows up and is like, Look at these pictures and he's like, I don't know what you want from me. Like and she's inter she interrupts like An like trying to force him to go out with her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, it was so precious. And it's so cute.
0: <laughs> and and then like when Usagi shows up and is like, Look at these things, like let me explain this story to you and like she and on An start to fight. is like, Cool, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Because memory wipe Mamoru is like, I have absolutely no interest in middle school girls. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't want to be a part of this. Um, He just kind of disappears. But what's in? This is also the first episode um, that Moonlight Knight appears. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. Like, this is also like the episode where like Ale. Gives her a bunch of roses and is like confesses his love to her, and she's like, "Okay." <laughs> a lot. I think she in almost accepts. She almost accepts because she feels you know deflated because Mama Chan doesn't remember her.
1: Yeah, she. Yeah, she doesn't like outright reject him in a cruel way at all. You know, she's no. she's like. Eh. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think we can draw a parallel between, like, Usagi's pursu- pursuit of Mamoru and to Ael's pursuit of Usagi.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Or, you know, because... Like, they're both pursuing someone. Yeah. But Usagi is aware of some boundaries. Yeah, You know? She's like, I know if you can remember... You'll come back to me. Yeah. So at least with Isagi, it's just kind of like what she's doing isn't baseless. There's a foundation. She knows, like, we were together before. We can be together again. And we're meant to I be together. I just need you to remember. Yeah. Like, we've gone through so much to be together. Like, I just need you to remember. But with Ale, it's just like, I think you're pretty. Love me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a recurring you know? thing that they, they establish that ale and Anne believe love is something that must be taken they think that everything in life Mm -hmm. must be claimed um and that's yeah to be they seem to imply that that's a result of them needing to survive the way they have
0: um right like it's a trauma response yeah like nothing will be given to you you have to take it if you want yeah
1: everything you want you have to take um yeah, so that seems to be where that's coming from. But he's again, yeah. But he, anyway, the, he's not as as obsessive about it as Anne is.
0: Yeah, Anne's really Anne's really a lot. It's kind of, um, she's kind of great though. She is, but like like you said, this is the episode with Fulayan, and Falayan is still out there on the run because they had to ignore it to get Shinazaki to the hospital. And um I think it attack it attacks again and Jupiter and Sailor Moon are out. Or like all of them are out, actually. Yeah. And Jupiter actually gets sick, or like she her vision becomes blurry because she's anemic, because she donated a bunch of blood. Yeah. This is when Moonlight Night appears.
1: Moonlight Night. And is is somewhat more effective than Tuxedo Mask, even though he serves a similar role. And I think part of that is... He,
0: he throws a white rose instead of a red rose. And he has a sword. He, he has a sword. He's dressed up like a stereotypical Bedouin, like Arabian Bedouin, you know? Like he has the whole headdress, he has the puffy harem pants. What does that
1: mean? What is has Bedouin? The, he has what is,
0: what, what, what is a, his costume? I don't know because I don't, like, I don't know because it's not really Arab dress. It's like the Western idea of what, like, a Moor would look like. Like, this is what they wear. And basically mm. the only thing that's right is the headdress because, like, actual people in um, the Middle East and North Africa do wear that. And that's like to protect them from the sun and the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the harem pants are a thing that people wear, but it's not really like, that's something that is an older style. Uh-huh. Like you'll see more women wearing with that. But then we have like the long tunic shirts, like um, the Indian kameez is like that. Like the bottoms are like that. And, but it's not a long tunic because it's supposed to be like loose and flowing. And he has a cape because of course he does. <laughs> and the music is like, again, it's, it's like the Japanese took the idea of what an Arab person looks like from the West, from like the 1920s like Lawrence, idea. From like Lawrence What of an Arabia. Arab person. Yeah. And it's not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, Oh so weird and so unnecessary it's just like they're like let's go exotic and it is not and explained i wouldn't even say it's like a lawrence of arabia thing because lawrence of arabia like this is like had accurate clothes because these are real people it's it looks more like something taken from like a 1910 silent film uh. that's like like a white dude in brown paint who's like the sheik of the desert you know
1: right right and
0: and like this is what they wear, right? Like that—that's correct, isn't it? So it's like a Japanese interpretation of a Western interpretation of what somebody thought a North African looked like.
1: I—I I don't know. It's pretty Lawrence of Arabian. Let me—he's got the whole white outfit, and he's got a very yeah headdress. Well, I—I'm actually well, looking that, at it now. I almost feel like it was—it was almost lifted.
0: <laughs> Well, the color is correct because, like I'm saying, the headdress is right, but, like, the rest of it isn't because it's a loose caftan. Uh, Because you have to keep cool in the desert. So you wear white to reflect the light of the sun. You have this headdress to guard your head and to shield your eyes. But, like, the pants and the shoes and, you know, it's just like they existed, but they're older.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. You know? Yeah.
0: And a Bedouin for those who don't know um are nomadic peoples in the Arabian desert. Yeah. So and they have like this stereotypical like Middle Eastern music <laughs> kind of theme for him and it's but he he still throws a rose so it's very confusing.
1: And it is not explained.
0: It's not explained. He just shows up, and Usagi, to her credit, immediately is like, "That's Mamoru." Yeah, yeah, she's like, "That's, that's Mamoru." <laughs> she's like, "Right?" <laughs> she's she's like, "She's like, that's gotta be him." Like, this is some tuxedo mask bullshit. Yeah,
1: and all the other times <laughs> um, you like, "Who is he? Who could he be?" And she's like, "That's Mamoru." <laughs>
0: she's like, "What do you think? Like, who is the only other guy in our lives who throws a rose when we need to distract an enemy and
1: give speeches?" <laughs>
0: And give like random aspations. But it's really nice because Maka Chan defeats the enemy with Supreme Thunder Dragon. Yeah. Um like everybody gets an upgrade to their powers. I do love that Maka Chan gets the finishing blow because like this is the monster that like almost killed her friend. Yeah. Um
1: They they try to do a spotlight. The episode ends with
0: him being the episode ends with him being discharged and like she doesn't go and say bye to him. She
1: watches it like, and for they're
0: the like, distance. why yeah, and, you know, it's just kind of like, just say hi to him, like, he he probably came here to see you, and then he got attacked, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, but again, 14-year-olds. Yeah. This is a long episode. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, well, the, yeah, that episode is pretty significant to this series. I think next episode, we might want to, I think we'll have to break this up.
0: Um, We're gonna have yeah. to, this might end up being, like, a three-episode thing because there's just so there's much happening yeah
1: i think i want to start next there's time. So with much i happening. wanted to talk about leshy today but the was a really big episode
0: <laughs> Fallion was a really big episode the next episode is not important
1: no no neither is the cardian my my notes uh my notes on it are generic
0: actually sensitive. no that's wrong the next episode isn't imp- the next episode is important but the cardian is not.
1: no the cardians the cardian i couldn't even this is really the only one well okay second to only one this is this is really the only one i could not figure out what they were supposed to be based on
0: what is what does it look like i don't even know it's it's like
1: a a generic ocean tentacle monster let me put it i'm gonna have to look it up real quick here because it's so generic i almost forgot Yeah, it kind of looks like a plant monster, but it's got, like, little tentacles that come out of the head, so it's not even ocean. It's just... It's the one that pops up... Is this the one from the arcade? I think this is the arcade Oh, you
0: know what? Yeah, this is is the arcade one, but you know what? If you look at the card that the cardine is based Mm. off of, there's a moon in the background.
1: Yeah, but it has nothing to do with anything.
0: Has nothing to do with the moon but there's a moon in the
1: background okay confirmed it is based on the moon tarot because (laughs) reason just because there's
0: a moon in the background that's it
1: yeah reasons there we go makes sense (laughs) checks out that's the moon checks
0: out check me atheist (laughs)
1: That me Oh, I'm... <laughs> I'm.
0: You know, I just like a complete straw man argument and being like checkmate yeah. atheist. and it's
1: okay. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am familiar with this moon. Oh lord.
0: Okay. Um, if you enjoy listening to us, um, ramble on about Sailor Moon and in particular the Doom Tree arc, which. If I didn't know that Japan had really stringent drug laws, I would suspect all of these people wrote and drew this while dropping a ton of LSD. <laughs> <laughs> um, please, you know, subscribe, rate us wherever you find us, leave a comment, let us know that we're doing a good job. We don't have a Twitter or any other socials. All we have is our email address where you can send in questions, commentary... And that is Oshio the Podcast at gmail.com. That's O S H I O K I Y O T H E P O D C A S T at Gmail And in the meantime, be good people or skinny that Oshokio.